0: This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, episode 100, a Not Your
1: Average special show. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your hosts, Mark Willis and Holly Bach, invite you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future.
0: Well, it's a special day in our studio today, and uh, we're so glad to have you with us and so glad to be with you today. Holly Bach, welcome to the studio.
2: Thank you, Mark.
0: All right, we're at episode 100, and we are enjoying a nice little celebratory um, uh, morning this morning, and we hope you guys will have a moment uh, to just celebrate with us. We're so glad to have made it to episode 100. It feels like it just started like yesterday, uh, and here we are at episode 100. So, Holly, you know, what's it like? What's it feel like to have spent so many hours uh, laboring with me in the studio, and just having to make it through the the weird, wild, crazy ideas that we're always coming up with around here.
2: Yeah, no, it's crazy to think it's already um, episode hundred. I man, where yeah. did, where did that time go? <laughs>
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: definitely feels like we just started. Um, you know, maybe a couple months ago. Not not mm-hmm. nearly as long as it has been, apparently.
0: Well, uh, it's it's been a, definitely a. Um, Project that lots of people have contributed to and we wanted to take a few minutes today and just thank you guys our dear listeners for making this possible We would definitely have quit multiple times over if we weren't being constantly given good feedback and thoughts and good feelings and um, even ideas for shows uh, from all of you Uh, Mm -hmm. The the secret to this whole show is we just try to keep listening to what you're wanting us to talk about think about carefully consider and uh, put together uh, on a weekly basis for you. So thank you all for being a part of this journey with us. Um, So I wanted to thank you guys first, and then also certainly wanted to make sure to thank uh, our staff at Lake Growth Financial Services, uh, Joy, uh, Catherine, uh, the whole team that's been, you know, regularly and consistently helping clear my calendar to make it possible for me to focus for half a minute to come on into the studio here and record these shows. That's been huge. So thank you guys, Joy and Cap, for that. Uh, Thank you, Katrina. Uh, I bet you're listening to this at this moment. Uh, But yeah, thank you for your contributions. So many of our listeners might uh, might not know, but she is regularly the one doing a lot of the post-production editing. She does a lot of the show notes. So if you uh, are checking out the show notes each week, that's her writing her questions there. uh, Publishing this mysterious uh, you know, this content to this mysterious thing called the cloud. I don't know what that cloud is, <laughs> um, but somehow she makes the whole thing work. And so thank you, Katrina, for that great work. And thank you, Holly. Uh, obviously, thank you for your partnership and co-hosting here for these 100 episodes. I mean, your earnestness, your forthrightness in discussing some weird financial strategies <laughs> that are not common <laughs> uh, you know on this podcast. I really appreciate your creative, your unique perspective on finance, on money. Uh, I can see that you're truly desiring to bring truth to what otherwise would be you know, mainstream financial noise to a lot of people when much of the financial universe is truly shrouded in fog. So thank you for your good work there. You're on a super awesome path. We're super duper proud of you. We're excited for you. We're rooting for you. So keep up the great work.
2: Well, thank you, Mark.
0: Um, I'm also going to just say thank you quickly here to uh, Pamela Yellen and Tim Austin and the whole team that back us at Lake Growth Financial Services. A lot of people who, um, who listen to the show probably don't realize that there is a, a fleet of experts that span the country um, that are consistently writing and contributing and bringing fresh ideas. I mean, You know, we definitely, I am not smart enough to think up all the crazy stuff that we've shared on this podcast. It's been regularly a group effort uh, that we put our own spin on. But uh, thank you to Pamela, Tim, and the whole team uh, that's been a part of us from the beginning. And I want to also thank all of the uh, other guests and contributors that have been on this show thus far. I'm thinking about all the way back to... You know, Paul Nick, I'm thinking about Les Les Himmel, Ryan Fleming, Paul Moore, Christina Wise, all the folks that have been on as guests so far. We've got a lot more incredible people who are going to be in the pipeline in the episodes ahead. So thank you all for your contributions and helping us think different about money. And finally, I gotta say it. I gotta say thank you to our awesome, illustrious producer, our fearless leader, uh, Ryan, <laughs> uh, Larry Fleming. Thank you, Larry, for all your great work. Does anybody recognize his voice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hello, Mark, and hello, Holly. Hello, hello, hello. It's a privilege to be with you guys for your 100th episode of Lake Roth Financial Podcast.
0: Yeah, well, we're we're so glad to have uh, you here and a part of uh, the the show. If I could replace Siri's voice on my phone with Larry's voice, <laughs> I totally <laughs> would. So. Awesome stuff, Larry. And and can you tell us a little bit about your business? You do more than just the Not Your Average Financial Podcast show. Uh, What else do you do to keep yourself busy in between our episodes?
1: Well, I'm also a voiceover actor and a voiceover coach. I also do audio production in here, record music. Um, Of course, you all's podcast shows and a few other podcast shows. And uh, I uh, actually voiced uh, your intro and your uh, outro of the show here. And you guys writ, uh, wrote that for me, and uh, so it plays at the beginning and the at the end of the show each week here. But uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy uh, sitting back over behind that wall over there listening to you and Holly <laughs> uh, when you guys get in here in the studio and the editing part. is always very interesting. There's <laughs> always little things that are going on that people uh, don't know that happens. Uh, but in the beginning, um, you know, we used to have the famous Holly bump. Holly yep. always bumped the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yep. It was the uh, illustrious bird in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I always wondered where that bird went. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Larry, tell us where folks might, if they want to in some way, be involved in your business or track the projects you're working on or even reach out to you to record their, you know, their solo track or their EP or or even start a podcast themselves. Where where would they find out more about the work you do?
1: They can go to my website. That is Larry Fleming, V-O-V, as in Victor, O-S Oscar dot com. You could leave me an email or my numbers are in there or there's a link to my Facebook page also. We can get more information and see the actual studio and uh, get quotes and so on from there, Mark.
0: So that's fantastic. Thank you, Larry. And thank you for all your good work you're doing thank you, for guys. every one I of our keep episodes. Keep up the good work. Yes, awesome. thank you. Okay,
2: you're awesome.
0: And, uh, you know, it's if, if nothing else, we could have Larry uh, help us out with all of our m- movie trailers that we want to put yeah. out now. I mean, <laughs> I just want to hear him say... In a world. In a world. So uh, in a world where uh, we started this company, I want to go back to a quick story about why we started Lake Growth Financial and why we started this podcast. Um, You know, we started Lake Growth Financial Services like so many businesses as a result of my own personal need. I I could not find the the, the guide that I was looking for in finance. Uh, I didn't know what I didn't know. That was kind of the biggest problem with my own personal financial journey. I, I did not grow up with these concepts in my brain and it certainly is still something I'm working out on a daily basis to figure out. Um, but I, I wanted a guide that could help me. I was in the midst of you know wallowing in student loan debt uh, with very little income and uh, coming through the major great recession that hit us uh, as a country in 2008 and nine and 10. Uh, so I wanted someone who could help me think different about money. Uh, when I stumbled across this little book called *Becoming Your Own Banker* by Nelson Nash, I, I, f- I felt like I didn't really know anybody with a s- specific expertise who could help me, or even my friends, my family, uh, dive deeper into this particular very unique mindset. And it kind of blew the doors off this idea. You know, if if you if you've ever seen that that video on YouTube where you um, they they actually built a bike to um, it reverses which way you need to turn the handles on a bike. Uh, to ride it. So, you know, turning right and you would go left, turning left and you'd go right. Now Hmm. you'd think that'd be something you could quickly learn or pick up, but it's amazing. You could go an hour and still not be able to ride this bike. But it just goes to show once we learn a particular pattern of thinking, you know, of riding a bike, um, it's very difficult to get off the grooves in our own mind. And that's sort of the way I was with my money. You know, I'd been taught the the, the traditional financial uh, mainstream approach, classically trained as a CFP, and just never had any kind of a exposure to anything different. And yeah, learning to think like a banker was sort of like <laughs> having someone turn my handlebars upside down. So mm-hmm. uh, I wanted that guide for myself. I figured other people in the, in the country might need a similar guide for a not your average path with money. And so that's kind of what started our financial firm. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere along the way, we had this crazy idea, Holly, to start a podcast. Tell yeah. us about that.
2: Yeah. And so, um, yeah, after a couple years of just kind of doing the business, I guess, and, and meeting with clients, um, we decided that we wanted to find a way to, to reach more people and communicate um, these strategies more broadly. We, we found ourselves kind of saying the same things over and over again, right, um, to our clients. And so we're just like, clearly, this is something that could be, um, you know, we could answer those most commonly asked questions in a broader format, you know, and kind of bring it to more people um, so that hopefully by the time they sit down with us, maybe we can get more into the nitty gritty, right? You know, kind of skip past some of the introductory or kind of preliminary and like on the surface level stuff and dive right into the meat of it because that's that's where, um, you know, people find financial freedom. So really like our our Mm -hmm. focus and our objective in starting this podcast was to break down, you know, counterintuitive and complex financial concepts or maybe even say seemingly complex, you know, Mm -hmm. people are going to, tell you they're complex when really it's not. um, And bring them to people in a fun and engaging way um, where they can just listen to it, you know, on their commute or while walking the dog. It doesn't need to be some high pressure, um, intense, you know, presentation or three hour long expo, you know. Don't need a Um, PhD
0: in math to figure it out. Exactly.
2: No, just, you know, just like bring it to you on during your regular day, the course of your your normal day, and just you know, um, definitely appreciate people letting us be a part of their day in that way as well. So our goal is just to give uh, people you know more control and ownership of their money, and like we always say in our no. outro, you know, in their economy and their future. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just about trying to bring more knowledge and. Um, in that same vein, bringing more power, you know, knowledge is power. So mm-hmm. uh, we want the power to be put back in the hands of the people, not in the hands of um, the financial institutions. So,
0: yeah. And I liked what you said there, Holly, about, you know, it, it really comes down to me just being lazy. I was, uh, you know, just <laughs> hearing the same same questions come up from many different people in my financial discussions, my consultations with clients. And you know that that said, I just felt like there had to be a way to get the word out about a lot of the regular complaints, concerns, questions, feedback, ideas uh, that we were hearing our clients ask us about or talk to us about. And you know this this uh, we we decided we'd we'd give a real answer, right? Not just a quick one-liner email reply. Hey, how does this bank on yourself policy loan work? By the way, well, you know, rather than just a quick one-liner or having to rewrite the same email over and over let's let's pour our heart and soul into really diving in and answering the question what's the real return of actual investors in the stock market? you know what's the true cost of not being liquid and not having an opportunity fund to invest with? What's the real cost of you know getting into indexed universal life or following Dave Ramsey's advice or you know not having enough predictable guaranteed income streams in retirement, right? Let's get into it, let's really figure it out and then share it with the world if we can. So we've had a lot of fun with our episodes. We've done a number. I didn't expect to do all these mini-series that we've ended up doing. That was sort of a surprise for me, but uh, Holly, I'm curious, do you have like a favorite episode or mini-series we've done? Any big, what was your like biggest takeaway or change that you've made in your own personal financial life or biggest aha moment since starting the podcast? I'm just curious
2: yeah I know it's hard. Um I was kind of thinking about a favorite episode, and there's a hundred of them to think about, Mark. Mm. <laughs> um so that's a lot obviously and and kind of hard to pick from. but um I feel like sometimes when I think about it though, I still go back to like our first couple. um I, I think like our first five, we kind of very um, we took a lot of time and a lot of intentionality in, in kind of mapping those out and uh, what we were going to cover, how we were going to cover it. And um, I just remember those being really, really fun to record. I remember um, it was really fun to kind of release them out into the world when the time came and um, get that kind of immediate feedback and response. And. It was really cool just to see how positive it was from um, kind of our spheres of influence, because that's what it all started with, right? The people we were sharing it with and mm-hmm. um, to see kind of that that hard work. And so, I don't know, I guess with, um, as far as like a specific episode, I just, I feel like, um, you know, th- those ones were just really, really fun and kind of everything pertaining to them uh, was just really enjoyable. Um and then, of course, you know, um, I've loved just, you know, being able to share, you know, uh, my my thoughts, our thoughts on on different financial topics with people. That's always been a joy. And um, I guess another thing kind of, you know, selfishly uh, a value add of, of recording this podcast is... Um, you know, it, it's also just a good reminder for me, right? You know, it's like <laughs> having yeah. you know sitting down and recording these these podcasts, and then you know listening to them every week. Because I mean, I'm I'm a human too, right? Um, even though I'm I'm you know you could you know a coach in, in this topic and these concepts. I mean, that doesn't mean I don't still fall for um, some of the traps. And it doesn't mean I don't still have those little mini panic moments where I'm like, wait, what did I just do? You know, Mm -hmm. or wait, what am I doing? Why aren't I doing this or that? And um, and I still have those because it's so prevalent in our culture and our society. And so it's just great to be able to like come in here and it's like, it's a very consistent refresher Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like, no, okay, this is why I'm doing this. And um, I think it's definitely helped spare me from a couple maybe rabbit hole situations that um, maybe would have otherwise developed that don't because I can just like nip it in the bud because every week I get my daily dose or weekly dose um, of, you know, just kind of that uh, mindset shift and that's super valuable. So um, hope that's been, you know, the same situation for our listeners so it can be a, a value add to you and and kind of serve that same purpose but I know for me that's been that's been really fun well
0: so. you, you bring up a great point you know if you want to really learn something you have to teach it and yeah. uh, you have to present it to others and that's what you're doing uh, and that's what we're trying to do and I'm with you on that Holly it's it's it is so prevalent, and that's kind of what was sort of a surprise for me. I've been floored by how many studies we've uncovered or read about in our research and preparations for our episodes. There are a ton of reports, studies, uh, results of various like legitimate third-party, exhaustive. Of financial reports, of for example, uh, we had an episode. What was it, ninety seven, I believe, uh, or yeah, it was, was ninety seven. That that really got into like a study of millions of four hundred one k participants and their actual performance in their four hundred one ks. That's a that's a legitimate big picture study that didn't make it to the national news. I'm sure that it didn't make headlines or on any of the major infotainers, um, radio shows or TV (laughs) shows that are out there. It just continues to floor me how much real data and research is out there if we're willing to look for it. But I'm also so surprised that... The financial mainstream, the average advice you're going to catch on most of uh, financial blogs and whatever, are going to continue on without looking at that evidence. That was kind of one of my biggest aha's over the last hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuff that we've learned about, like the Dalbar study, the quantitative analysis of investor behavior study, you know, showing the small, pathetic rates of return that real investors are getting in their stock portfolios. I, I was floored when Les Himmel talked about the difference between average rates of return and a consistent straight line projection, uh, which you know, something like a whole life policy can give you when you have zero volatility in your portfolio, how much more efficient that is than bouncing up and down and sideways in the stock market. I mean, that was a big aha moment for me in the last 100 episodes. The, the problem of the sunk cost fallacy, you know, just once I've made a decision, I stick to it because I just don't wanna lose what I've already lost in effect. Mm-hmm. That was a big one for me. So, uh, you know, I guess I'm curious too, Holly. Um, have you made Have you made any changes? And I, th- I think we're always here to um, enjoy growing and evolving. You know, Nelson Nash even talks about the avoiding what's called the arrival syndrome. You know, where we're you know when we when we think we've arrived and we've made all of our assumptions and we've we've codified our beliefs. You know, we stop growing. So you know, we've reached that arrival syndrome. We start to rot. You know, so I've been really thinking carefully about what things. What things have I had to change as a result of some of my own preparations for this for these episodes? Uh, can you think of anything yourself as you look back?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess it might be a shorter list of the things that haven't changed <laughs> yeah. than the things that have. Um, I mean, just that when you, when you really truly adopt this mindset and can kind of wrap your brain around this mindset and this way of thinking about your financial life, there's really not a whole lot that's not going to change or be impacted by it. Um, and I would say, you know, of course, that, that's been the story with my life as well. I mean, my uh, husband and I, our family's whole financial situation and our whole financial plan um, is revolved around these strategies and these mindsets and Mm -hmm. doing things a little differently than the average person. But man, I can't tell you how much we are probably way less stressed than the Hmm. um, average individual. um, Just knowing that our future is going to be taken care of. And not only is the future and retirement going to be taken care of, but so are the things that we're struggling we're not struggling with, but we're we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. and having come up. I mean, we're looking to buy you know our first home. And so, um not super stressed about that because we know the money's there. And then once we're done buying a house with it, we know it's going to be there for uh, the next thing, you know, whether that's um, a bigger car for a growing family, or whether that's um, ultimately just retirement. You know, we know that our money is going to be able to do a million things for us yeah. um, between now and the day that we quote unquote need it in those in those later years. So um, that's just been you know really valuable um, as well. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd echo that big time. I th- I think for me the the biggest surprise was stumbling across annuities that I actually liked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: you know, I really even after starting the 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 Not Your Average Financial podcast, I never thought we'd even bring up this um this other financial instrument called an annuity because I was still very skeptical about them when we were just getting started with our first few episodes. So it really, it's been something that's changed in me as I've looked at it for my clients in certain circumstances. Again, there are still a lot of annuities that I wouldn't recommend, just like whole life or just like any stock or investment. You know, there's perfect examples of that all across the board. So, Mm -hmm. boy, I'm so happy to hear that.
2: Yeah. And I guess another thing specific to the podcast, something that's been of value and maybe even helped kind of challenge maybe some of my beliefs too, is um, when we um, have taken the time to kind of you know, go outside just um, you know, bank on yourself, or even just specifically go a little bit outside finance. I mean, we of course always try to keep it somehow related, so we're not up here talking about. You you know, the latest, I don't know, X, Y, Z thing. styles
0: of poodles. Let's exactly, do yeah,
2: exactly. Right. So we're not, we're never going to bring that up, but, um, you know, we will kind of go outside and we'll talk about things that uh, pertain to finance, but it's not explicitly finance. And for example, just um, last episode talking about fears, um, which that's not something that would have ever come up in the day-to-day business, most likely. Um, and so that's been really fun to kind of research some of those like greater topics um, that are, you know, related to your financial life, but also just, um, mostly just because they're rated, they're related to your whole life, your, your, your being, you Mm -hmm. know, and, uh, challenging different things like that. So that's been really fun as well. And I would say it's definitely kind of challenged some of my beliefs and, um, yeah, you know, rather than goal setting, maybe I'll start fear setting. You All know, right, that, cool. That sort of thing. So,
0: Well, and we are not here alone. Even though this studio has both of us in here, we have more people who'd love to contribute. So we wanted to invite a few of our listeners to reach out to us and leave us a comment or uh, of their literal voice. Uh, to hear from you. So we wanted to get some reflections on what some of you said about your reactions, responses, uh, best takeaways from the last 100 episodes. Uh, so we wanted to bring in our first individual. And so let's, let's hear from them straight from their voice to your ears.
3: Dear Mark and Holly, you guys are the best. I have been listening to your podcast. And for the first time in my life, I have financial clarity and hope. I want you to know I'm acting on it. Thank you guys. I appreciate this great work you've been doing.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, Hugo. It's not every day you get called the best. So that. That certainly um, is awesome. Thank you so much for your kind words. And more. I'm just thrilled that we were able to uh, be of help and, and value to you because that's that's what we're here for. And that's what that was, that's what makes it all worth it.
0: Yeah, and I like that you're putting it into action. You know, I think what we've said, we've seen it, heard, uh, we've heard it before that knowledge is power, but I would say maybe an adjustment to that is applied knowledge is power. You know, whatever you put into action is what makes the, all the difference, uh, enough knowledge College can fill a library, but putting it into action, I love that, Hugo. So, thank you for your work and um, th- keep up the great work yourself. So, our next little uh, clip is from someone named Andrew. I think I know this guy. So, uh, take it away, Andrew. I think the best takeaway I got from the first 100 episodes so far was the Dave Ramsey material. And I just really enjoyed how they broke everything down and built it back together and <laughs> broke it back down again, but also talked about how some of the information is out of date and how sometimes there's new products available to people for financial investments. And so I I really appreciate them doing that and I hope they uh, continue to do another 100 episodes and I appreciate you guys for what you do. Thank you very much. Well, if you're going to have us do 100 more episodes, Andrew, we're going to need you on for at least a third of them. How about that? We'll make that commitment with you right now. So awesome stuff. Thanks for your feedback on the Dave Ramsey shows that we did. Those were some of our favorites too. If folks haven't listened to those, please go back and check them out. uh, And uh, we'll include some of the links to those in our show notes. The next clip is from a gentleman named Craig. And Craig had a great, I think, just kind of foundational insight he had when looking at how the bank on yourself policies could be used for making purchases. Take it away. Craig.
1: Yeah, so even if you take out a certain amount, you can pay it back on your own terms and your money can even grow. I found that very, very fascinating.
0: So yeah, Craig, you know, I think that's one of the foundational principles of the bank on yourself policies is that you're able to recycle that money in and out of the policy, in essence, uh, using it like a bank for yourself. That's kind of the whole uh, concept. So um, that's that's one of my favorite things to see the policies put into use for with our clients and my own personal financial life as well. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, Holly?
2: Yeah, I know. Just appreciate the um, kind of just break it down in its simplest form. Um, that's just one of the greatest strengths of this strategy. So Mm -hmm. love that that's what stood out to him over um, the last 100 episodes and hope that that stuck out to a lot more people too, because it's powerful.
0: So we've got a not your average twin spin. Coming up next uh, is Brandon and Amanda. Take it away, Amanda.
2: Hey, Mark and Holly. Congratulations on making it to episode 100 of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. I've been here and listening since the beginning, and I've been really excited for each new series that you come out with and all the things that I learn and that I can share with others. I've definitely shared episodes from your podcast multiple times with multiple people. So I can't wait to see what's coming next. I think you're getting better and better. And I'm really excited for the future of Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Keep up the great work. We need more and more people like you choosing to not be average, but to be exceptional.
4: Congratulations again on 100 episodes of Not Your Average Financial Podcast. I know how hard it is to continue day in and day out or weekly uh, with um, podcast episodes. And I just love um, what you guys bring to the table in the financial podcasting world. So uh, thank you, uh, Mark and Holly, for um, just the amazing work that you do, how you bring complexity down to the common folk like me, the common person like me, where I can understand it, where um, it really helps me um, break it down and, and realize, really think through why I believe what I believe when it comes to my money and even money mindset. And what I also love is that you respect your listeners. You respect your listeners, even if they may have um, gotten a few things wrong. You still respect them. You show them the math uh, and the way in which you uh, work with your clients and also work with um, in the podcasting world you can tell. Uh, I was recently listening to a financial edutainer and um, found that he was very... um, demeaning, and calling people stupid, and and that kind of thing. And and I like the fact that you guys don't do that. Maybe maybe they have a few things wrong, but you really respect your listeners. And thanks for uh, respecting us, even as we may have been um, going down the wrong path, um, that you just help us. And you also um, challenge yourself in the thinking as well. So thanks again for the amazing work that you guys are doing over at Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And here's to um, 100 more episodes of amazing content.
2: Thank you so much, Brandon, Amanda, for your uh, kind words, and so exciting to hear that uh, you know you guys have been with us since the beginning, since episode one. Uh, that's awesome, and what a long journey I guess we've all been on <laughs> mm-hmm. in that time. So thank you guys so much, and um, of course I know that uh, there you know means a lot more because they're also. Um, they also have a podcast. And so they, they know what we're going through on a daily basis. So really appreciate um, your guys's thoughts and feedback and encouragement. And if you want to check out their podcast as well, uh, they, they do a great job as well doing similar similar uh, type style where they try and bring, you know, super complex financial content. Content and uh, bring it down to that more basic uh, level. It doesn't need to be more complicated than it, it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, their podcast is Grandma's Wealth Wisdom. So, uh, definitely recommend looking them up. They've got an awesome show going on there, too. So,
0: sweet. All right. So, next up and last but not least, uh, our wonderful friend and client, uh, Ron. Ron, take it away.
3: Hey, Mark. Congratulations to you and Holly and Katrina mm-hmm. on reaching episode 100. I listened to every one of them, and I look forward to the next hundred. This is Ron, your 70-year-old retired insurance and financial services client from Pennsylvania. Uh, After reading your latest book, How to Become an Amazon Legend and Fire Your Banker, which you co-authored with our mutual friend, Danny Stock, I was admittedly skeptical the bank on yourself could be practical for somebody my age. Well, I'm happy to tell your listeners that after several consultations with you by phone, I took your recommended action, and I'm at peace that a bank-on-yourself plan was the right decision for my situation, and I'm encouraging family members and friends to become not only new listeners, but hopefully potential clients. Thanks for all your wisdom and counsel.
0: If Ron can do it at uh, 78, uh, 70 years young, what is, what's any of our excuses? You know, what a superhero he is, uh, getting out there and crushing it both with his business, his online selling, selling business, and his bank-on-yourself type policies. So rock and roll, Ron. Keep up the great work. So we wanted to just wrap up this episode with letting you guys know about a special thing we're going to be putting together here. We we wanted to have a, a learning community. We wanted to engage you further. You guys have got uh such great content waiting in between your ears. We'd love to hear from you and hear more from you and engage with you uh, as a part of uh building a community of uh not your average revolutionaries in the financial world. So you know one of the things we'd like to introduce you to is something very special we, we're testing the waters on it right now so if it falls flat on its face we're going to just you know pivot but we we've had so many of our clients say they'd love to throw ideas back and forth and learn from one another as well as having a more intentional learning space from you and me holly right uh, and above and beyond what we could ever share on a weekly podcast each week So we think, you know, I honestly believe that the best way to learn is not just by listening while you're walking the dog, but by discussion, action, and reflection. Discussion, action, and reflection in a learning community. So the best learning, I believe, is done in a community of practice, not just listening to a podcast driving down the road. So what we'd like to see is if anyone listening is ready to be a part of a community that goes deeper than a podcast could, getting real life stories, examples, how other members of that community are implementing not your average financial strategies into their life, whether it's the income maximization strategy, real estate investment strategies, the bank on yourself concept, or lots more. Uh, So we'd need to know if this is something you're looking for. We're not gonna build it unless it's something our, our members and our listeners want to have. So go to our show notes on this episode and click on the uh, 90-second survey, it'll help us know what kind of community you'd like to see designed just for you. You know, what if you had a learning community where you could bring your questions about the bank on yourself strategy before you could ever start one? What if you could get feedback from people in an open, uh, welcoming format anytime, day or night, if you had a question about how your uh, policy works or what you'd like to consider for your own retirement? Uh, How many of our listeners are in a family or community system that limits their beliefs about money or success? It's really hard to be weird and not your average financial revolutionary when all of your friends are telling you to stick to the status quo. So we'll include the form, the little survey. It's only 90 seconds or less to fill out this three-question survey. And we do need to hear from you before the end of August, August 31st, 2019. So go to the show notes and click on that link to let us know if you'd like to be a part of something like that and what type of community you'd like to see built. So... Thank you, everybody, and thank you, Holly, uh, for joining us for another episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy,
1: and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting.